Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. Yo, 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 Mike, check, check, check. Go ahead and talk for me, Tia. Hello. Go ahead and talk for me, my man. Yo. Can't Say something for me. Yo, yo, yo. Perfect, perfect. Fuck you, nigga. I'm about to lasso Castro the asshole Turn him into mincemeat For ramen casserole Feed it to a thick booty bad bitch She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage Pussy fried catfish I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks I ain't never had shit Till I turn to rapping For rapper to rapper Kappa Lambda I'm on some fragile shit Packing on Packers damage Damning on stacking damage Acting out like an asses If you move it against me It's like molasses Should've taken Get some classes, uh-huh Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it I'ma serve it like a delivery package Misery's a habit in the latest fashion She likes to pull up in the fastest Hoopy with the black tip We get it cracking, she releasing the dragon Hold up, fire breathing I am not a heathen I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying Heat seeking, miss a lunch with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking. How? Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with, with the, the whip. <laughs> wow. All due respect, podcast. <laughs> I stumbled off through that intro. That was ass. Whoa. <laughs> but we in the building, man. Uh, two titty tea in the motherfucking house, man. Hey. We're here. We're not smoking today, but we're here. True, D. We are not smoking. We currently uh, are in the new studio, man. And at this very point in time, you know what I'm saying? Smoking is not allowed in the studio, man. But we in the building. Uh, and as usual, man, we got a very special guest uh, coming to grace the mic with us today. Um, worldwide basketball player, uh, MC himself, uh, league owner to Lyrical uh, Elite Battle Rap League. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a man of... Many things, doing big things. A king in my eyes, and I feel a king in the world's eyes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got Mr. Soul Body Meta in the building. What's good? How you doing? Soul Body Meta. A lot of people know me as Marshall Moses. As I'm building a Soul Body Meta brand, I put that out there. Um, so you can refer to me as either. But yeah, Soul Body Meta, nobody can do it better. What the fuck is going on? True indeed, true indeed, man. Welcome. I'm happy to have you. I do want to mention... Real quick, too, man. We got uh, Soul Body's brother in the building, uh, Reef. You know what I'm saying? Reef 100. You know, it's Reef. Straight out of Aiken, South Cat. You know, I'm with Big Bro. You know how I go. True indeed, true indeed. Welcome, gentlemen, man. It's a pleasure to have you both here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. I appreciate you for even inviting me. You know what I'm saying? Thank most you. Del, most Del. Man, so I got a question just off top. Uh, you know what I'm saying? In regards to your name, Soul Body Meta. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, meta makes me think of metaphysical. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me about the meaning behind your name and just where that came from. You know what I mean? That's that's really nah, interesting. So, um, thank you for that question, man. I, I love answering this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, as far as the meta part, you right correlated with the metaphysical. Um, meta means beyond, in a way. You know, it can have many other synonyms, but we'll just say beyond or after, you know. Um, and soul body is kind of like a first name and meta will be the last name. Soul body represents the content that you get from me. 
no matter whether it's my speeches, which I do public speaking, mm-hmm. raps, um, when I'm traveling the earth, even when I'm playing ball, I'm the one going out while my homies is in the room playing the game, studying the culture and doing shit. Anything that I do is going to be for the soul. And I believe everything boils down to something soulful. I don't give a fuck if it's the chair we sitting in. Mm-hmm. So um, the soul body represents the content and meta or anything you get from it is going to be on the body. It's for the soul. You know what I'm saying? Belonging to the soul. That. I can definitely dig that, man. That's, uh, that's beautiful. Uh, and see, so this is something I wanted to lean in even more uh, because I'm somebody that's currently on a journey, you know what I'm saying, of uh, trying to elevate my own inner self and my mind. Uh, and you seem as one who uh, shares those similar traits, man. Either you're you doing it, you know what I'm saying, you've done it, you've reached levels, you know what I'm saying, you're going to continue to grow because it's a 360 process and never mm-hmm. ends, you know what I'm saying. But, man, as far as, uh, man, your travels of the earth and things like that, I imagine, uh, as I mentioned, my man is a, a worldwide basketball player, you know what I'm saying, been doing your thing. Uh, how long you been doing that? Uh, 11 years overseas. This will be eleventh. So we'll deaf. see if I make it to 11. But 10 years in the books. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> most deaf, most deaf. Uh, man, I'm just curious as to some of the lessons that you've gathered uh, throughout time, man, on your journey within life or, man, in, your, in just your travels throughout the world, man. Uh, are there some things that you would be open to sharing uh, just as far as things you've learned? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, about no. how to carry yourself as a human, how to be a better you, things like that. You know what I mean? I would say I learned a lot. One of the main things I learned with travel and relating to people is everybody's the same fundamentally. I don't give a fuck what you believe or what you're going through. Up under that is something anybody can relate to. And because of that, um, I grew up, shout out my family, I got a wonderful household. My dad's a minister and all of that. The religious sector was something I grew up heavy in. Mm. And as I began to pull away from it, it, it was happening naturally because all this traveling and shit and I'm living in Muslim countries and I'm living in Israel, I'm living amongst real, and these people showing me love and I'm fucking real going to real Shabbat dinners and, and, and learning this shit and teaching my kids. You know, my son was born in Turkey. You dig what I'm saying? So when I'm seeing this and I'm seeing how these people treat me, I'm saying we're the fucking same. Mm. And if it's anything that I could, so now outside of all the other stuff that I do, one thing I do is I hold panels like this with people of different beliefs or uh, conflicting. I don't give a fuck what your view is. If you got some logic behind it, and I'll, I'll debate you on it. I may even actually agree with you off camera. My point is to put things on content so people can realize that we're really all the same and we really just have differences in perspective. Mm. And if anything had, traveling has shown me is that the only thing different between me, you, and ain't got to do with skin, gender, those things exist. But it's perspective. That right there what is the thinking? main fucking thing. How you see life. Because mm. that's what color lens do you see life. If you got a red color lens on, I, can't, I can tell you what blue is like all I want. You can't see that. Red symbolizes anger. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe we could say rose colored glasses so you see everything beautiful. We would say that's an optimist. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I can't pull an optimist down. I don't give a fuck what I'm seeing or trying to. And the same with a pessimist. But they ain't so different. You dig what I'm saying? Polarity is not so different, and I learned that with my travels. Day and night are the same fucking thing. I think that that's incredible, man. Uh, in regards to that, I mean, that's kind of what we started to show off of. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Not exactly, but you know what I mean? The whole, the whole purpose of the With All Due Respect podcast was to be able to uh, set people down of different beliefs and different thoughts and ways of thinking of that sort, man, and just, uh, you know what I'm saying, being able to talk about it and, and, and ultimately grow. We ain't got to agree or Facts. believe in the same thing but at the end of the day if I sit down with somebody that has a different belief from me and I take the time to understand that individual mm-hmm. or just understand where the fuck they're coming from mentally it ain't gotta be my beliefs it ain't gotta be what I'm arrived with at the end of the day but I, there's still gonna be growth mm-hmm. in that situation you know what I'm saying they may walk away mad and that's where the with all due respect fuck you comes from you know what I'm saying <laughs> but you know what I mean and I think that that's just so incredible man that that's 
that's what your mind that's what your mind is man you know what i'm saying that's that's what you about is that growth uh the reason it's so important for me to weigh in on that with you man is just my how many times we done spent time chill together now probably twice right mm -hmm. uh it's just that energy you give off naturally you know what i'm saying to me when i'm around you i feel that king energy of like it's just growth Appreciate man there's that, life bro. there and it, like i said this i told you off air already it's a blessing to be able to you know what i'm saying be working with you and doing things with you uh you know what i'm saying and now we can get in some of your music man uh you definitely leave that same energy there too. You know what I'm saying? That king mm -hmm. energy, that life, that growth. How important is it for you to to bring that conscious feel to what to what you're doing with your music, man? It's the the foundation of it for me. You know, you said something to me when we was talking, man. You can always tell when you're watching somebody evolve along their journey, and I'm sure it's the same with me. Um, same with you. And I saw a guy in the fucking lounge. Remember that guy who came from Kentucky, whatever. Same thing with them. You were further along than him. He wasn't putting music out yet. And when you ask somebody who's starting out on that journey, everybody has the similar excuses. Why it's not out? Oh, it's not mixing massive properly. I'm not sure which direction I'm going to go. I don't know which one is a smash single. I haven't got this. It's all of these things that could be tackled, but right. they, but that they become justification as well. Making an ant out of a mountain hill, a mountain out of ant hill. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that analogy. Though. I've never heard that. Yeah, well, make a, a make a mountain on a molehill. Mountain on a molehill. But you threw me off. What was the question? Bring it back so I can get back on track. You threw me off. You want throw it back to people uh, starting on their journeys and stuff. And but why was I said? What was your question? And then the question was how important is it? For oh, the conscious feeling of music. Okay. Um, and I say that's the foundation. That's why I got to this. I'm saying that because you said something to me. You're further along than those people on your journey, but you said I started out with the conscious shit, but I realized what the people want, what mm -hmm. they gravitate. I did that like a lot, and I'm a I'm a, a in your face guy. So when I do something, I do it like super extreme. So when I started to pull back on that, one of the main things I was thinking about was hypocrite 101. I just gave a fucking class on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um. I started going through things in life as well, and I started realizing that whatever you put out, I'm in that, that spiritual shit for real, man, so whatever you put out in the universe is going to come back to you. We use it as karma, but karma is a lot more complex than we know it, and it's just as simple as we know it. So what you put out is going to come back almost like a butterfly effect of, of vibration or frequency, and so... So, wait, let me... Uh, let me interject, dig, interject, let me please. And, and only to add on it. Yeah. further understand so when you're talking about what we put out because these things i've been studying it i'm a nerd man y'all fuck with me yeah uh, you get me excited so <laughs> whenever you speak what you put out is what you get yeah right? these are things i've been studying man uh, i was reading this book the kabbalion recently man one of my favorite joints i read it all the time fire bro. the law of polarity is in there it's one and of those that you have to read all the, you go back to it mm -hmm. you go back to it because it's life i'll be trying to tell little queen right here to read that mug man she playing with me we're gonna get there I forced her to read it once. It was a terrible day. It's and he was like, listen to this. And it was terrible audio. It just wasn't the time. No. But you speak on uh, what you put out is what you get. And that's one of the things it addresses. Mm -hmm. uh, is that manifestation in what you're kind of talking about? Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's some uh, of the foundations of where they teach manifestation mm -hmm. from. You, mm -hmm. can, you can correlate it with that if you want. Or if you don't believe in manifestation, it still can apply to you. You dig what I'm saying? Like... It's happening whether you believe it or not. Mm. Anything you do, this right here is, is doing something. If you want to say it's manifestation, cool. But it's also free will in the midst of that because we can take this shit wherever we want. Mm. Hypothetically speaking, this could end in a fight. Mm. Then we're going to manifest something different. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it just is. And our mind don't really work like that. So isness is foreign to us. It's got to be black or white. Mm. You know what is, I'm saying? Is, is That's why I speak so much about perspective. Ain't shit shit. Some of the things that I go through that tear me up inside and I might even think about fucking killing myself, there's another nigga go through the same shit and he just chalk it up. We literally had this same discussion last night. 
Literally. That's crazy. We literally tapped because I told you. I told you that exact thing. I was like, there are things that I've gone through that you have no idea how I deal with it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, there's shit I go through. And I'm like, yeah, there is. It's exactly what he's fucking talking about. It is. Mm. It's the I just want to let you know how, how quickly that all just came together. The mm. universe is here. The universe. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. so, what type of, uh, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot that I want to get into. Well, let me bring that home because I want to yeah, tell you at least for the it. conscious content. Because I do good. get all, I derail shit a lot. My point with that is, in my music thing, it's only it's certain compliments I always get. Some things you'll be insecure about, right? Until you can find yourself. You know, what's my lane? What am I doing? If it's one thing, I can rap. Everybody says I can rap. I believe I can rap. So I'm saying, well, with this talent to communicate to people in some way, what am I doing with it? Okay, I do have a beautiful wife. Lovely woman. I could talk about that a lot in every song. I do have emotional trauma. I could spin that in something to help niggas, or I could just vent. Mm. I think they both have a place, but with my personal personality, I can't help anybody without being conscious. You get what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, you said something else out there too. You said you had some fire-ass bars. I got some of the most amazing gun bars ever. I'll never spit them because of what you just said. I don't tote guns. Right. So I started trying to say, you know what my fucking brand is going to be? Whoever I actually am for real. And when I'm not rapping, I'm doing this kind of shit. I'm talking about things that's helping niggas. And, but, so I'm going to just put that in my raps. You know what I'm saying? So to answer the question, the consciousness is the foundation of the shit. You know what I'm saying? After a long journey of trying to figure out what it was. I like that. You from Tulsa? South Carolina. South Carolina. Word. Mm-hmm. How long you been down here? Uh, I moved. I went to Oklahoma State 2007. Okay. And from 2007 through 11, obviously, I've been traveling. It's when I left Old State, but my wife is from here. And so anytime I come back in the States, I probably come to Tulsa. Mm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Let me go ahead and get with you on the uh, on 2007, the 2007, I was in the seventh grade. I was trying to do the math <laughs> in my head. Let me feel old then. And I was like, oh, I see. I was like, wait a minute. That was like, that's college. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and get with you on this basketball journey, man, because I think that that's absolutely fascinating. I've never got the opportunity to meet somebody that's traveled the world, hooping and things like that. That's that's crazy. How did that all come together, man? How how'd you get go into uh, how'd you land that opportunity, man? What was that like for you? You know what I'm saying? Just talk to me. Shit, being in love with a craft, uh, turning your pain into something, kind of like what I was talking about with the music. I grew up. Uh, I haven't probably grown an inch since eighth grade, so it's cool being tall now, and now girls like it. But I already got a complex. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? I was freaky to them. I was a tall kid with the crooked teeth and 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 basketball. My my dad's an all-American. My brother was even better than him, and is really better than me if I'm honest as far as skill wise. He, I, I think I'm a better basketball player, but talent I can't fuck with that nigga. So I'm I'm growing up in that sector and with no identity. You know what I'm saying? And so going to the gym for me became literal therapy. I didn't notice at the time. I wasn't thinking this deep, but it's just almost like escapism. Some of the same reasons why we might drink on the days we know we shouldn't or some shit like that or hit the... We just, same thing. It's some form of like, man, fuck it. I'll just deal with it later. So I just go to the gym. And before you know it, I started being all right. You know, I was kind of decent. So I, I tell that long story about then. So going to Oklahoma State opens doors for you. Mm-hmm. But I could blame it on college or I could blame it on something that could help people, which is falling in love with a craft and sticking with it. I never knew I was going to play pro. I think one of the main reasons why I'm not in the NBA is because I never set my sights on it. And did I just lied have, to people when they asked me. Oh, I'm not, I know the NBA is your goal. Like, yeah, I really didn't give a fuck about it. I know what have, I was doing. Did you have expectations through this craft at all? At first or at we what point? With that first and then as a whole? No. Okay. I was just playing. What about after the future? After you started really, hey, I'm kind of nice with this. Did, did, when, did it, when did expectations hit? When did you know you could go somewhere with it? Shit, in high school, I was cold. <laughs> like, uh, I moved to North Carolina to stay with my AAU coach after my 10th grade season in Aiken. 
And from then on, I mean, my AU team, John Wall was on my AU team. We were a powerhouse. So, I mean, I was recruited by every country in the nation by six months later. Uh, Five-star, in magazines. I was. I went from nobody to somebody, like, almost overnight, at least in that basketball That's section. Great. Ball is Life, the North Carolina version. I was, me and my homie Eric Wallace was the first ones to ever do a video. You see Ball is Life everywhere now. We did the first one ever in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? So then I started saying, okay, I can do something with it. But even then, it was a sense of identity wrapped up in it and being in love with the craft. I didn't know what direction I was going. Right. I know girls like me now. My family was proud of me now. Fuck it, I'm, I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? Most deaf, most deaf, man. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's absolutely wild. Uh, so talk to me, man. Where all have you got to travel? <laughs> all over, yeah? Shit, bro. That's a lot. Me and him, two years ago, went on a 13-country tour. Mm. Bro, he and that was just last year. He got four passports, and all of them look like Wiz. Like, it's <laughs> that was one of my bars. Like, <laughs> my passport looked like, oh, I got a song with OG Mako. Oh, I said it on there. Facts. Stamps in the passport. Like passport is yeah. My girl looked like she Indonesian, and my passport looked like Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Like I said, like, bro, it's, it's no more pages left on. Have you been to Germany? Yes. And did you love it? Yes. Frankfurt mm -hmm. specifically. She's a big Germany. Yeah. Look, dude, Germany is I've dope. Been, I've been to Italy, Scotland, and England. And I had to fly through Germany to get to Italy. And so we were we had a layover for like three hours in Germany. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like running around the whole airport just like talking to people. And my friends were like, can you like calm down? Like, I'm like, no, I could I'm just go. I'm like, I could just go out here. <laughs> I don't know. I can only imagine, man. Just just being as well traveled as you are, man. I, I I just feel like that would make at least for me the way I was studying things like that, uh, spending time with people. I'm obsessed with cultures. You know, I'm obsessed with learning how other people move, how other people think. Mm -hmm. You know, how they live on a day to day basis, man. I just uh, I just feel like that would make a well rounded individual altogether, man. If you if you sit there and take them experiences and you know allow them to 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 take part in your life. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just think that's beautiful, man. That being able to sit here with you and know that you've got to go through this journey, you know, that you've got to experience these things. Uh, I get hyped off of this. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just ain't got to fuck with somebody that's been all over the world. You know what I'm saying? It's done all this shit. It ain't. It ain't I appreciate it, but that, it, you know what I'm saying? I feel the same it's about you. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I do feel like it's Because uh, of what, the way I just told my story. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I fell into this, not saying I didn't earn it. I was earning it and not knowing I was earning it. I was just doing what it takes to make it without knowing I was trying to achieve something. Then when it started happening, it's a, it's a blessing. But I remain humble through the fact that I'm just studying culture and doing that shit too. Mm. I know a million overseas guys. So the people who don't know any, I'm special. But in my circles, I'm just another nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. But when I'm coming to people getting it out the mud, who wasn't born 6'7", or you know shit like that, I have a certain respect for that too. So I appreciate it, but it ain't... You know what I'm saying? You young, dog. You know what I'm saying? You fight through Let me ask you this, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know, so you travel the world playing basketball, but you actually, uh, I think you coach people as well, train yeah. them and things like that. You want to talk yeah. a little bit about that, man? What leads you to do that? Yeah, sobodymatter.com, man. Go in and book me for personal training, um, public speaking, and I guess like mentoring type directional shit, but really public speaking is my next basketball. You know what I'm saying? That's one that I won't have to retire from until I retire from this fucking planet. Mm. And so that's what I'm building. And so that's a way for me to really get into that and to share all the shit that I've learned outside of all the cultures and all that. I am very seasoned in basketball. I've been a, been a pro longer than some of these kids. I've really been a, a teen slash mini adult. You know what I'm saying? So 
I just like giving games, but I can't do it in the professional settings. I'm not really a NCAA kind of nigga. They almost kicked me out that motherfucker when I was in there because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a nice guy, but I'm still me. I'm going to be me. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I want to do. So I need to build my own thing where I can help these kids for real. I think all those things are helping those kids. Let me change that because they're definitely helping kids. But I'm talking about the shit we talking about, emotional trauma. You know, they recruit a lot of hood niggas to come play ball. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you don't fix the mind of that individual, they're going to enjoy that four-year experience. But, you know, let us say you can take a nigga out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the nigga. That's real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't just hood. And it ain't just black folks. There's a lot of people got a lot of shit going on in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's how I do my basketball training. Is It's more psychological of a push to help you find out within you, you can do this shit. It's not as hard as you think. More so than it is dribbling around cones and shit like that. So let me add this, man. You mentioned the fact that it's not just basketball when you're teaching these youngsters. Nothing. Uh, soul body. So I was peeping, you know what I'm saying? As I do, I was peeping your, uh, I think it was either on your Facebook story, Instagram story. You know, I got to do my research and things. I was peeping the story. Man, you had a young brother <clears throat> reading something. Yes. Reading what is a part this? of my, um, Relentless is the book by Tim Grover. Okay. He trained Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Charles Barkley, um, he speaks about three different mindsets of individuals that he's had over his journey. And he calls them cleaner, cooler, and do you remember the other one? His uh, father bought me the book. Cleaner, cleaner cooler, cooler, and closer. Closer, yeah. Right? So he's saying a lot of people are coolers. Those are people who just on the team to be on the team. He's relating to sports. So a lot of motherfuckers just on the team. They good, but you can't really depend on them for nothing. They're role players, as we would call it. Mm. Then you got closers. As he goes to the end of the book, I've decided myself that I'm more of a closer than a cleaner. Cleaner's a top. Shit, I, I'm going to change that, motherfuckers. But <laughs> I, I read the book, to be honest with myself. Closers are people who can do what cleaners can do, but they only do it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? They can, they can, you can call on them for a big shot in the game, but you can't call on them to make the game close enough to need a big shot. Hmm. See what I'm saying? So when they hit game winners and shit, to mass media or to coolers, they're a star. But in the, in the realm of stars, the cleaners know who the big dogs amongst the big dogs are. Those are the motherfuckers that do it every time. They're not trying to be great for any specific reason. And he correlates it with things like eating. He say, uh, 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 a cooler, you know, they'll eat what you give them. Hmm. A closer will go get whatever he wants to eat, but he'll eat till he's full. A cleaner, it don't matter what the fuck you give him, he's going to be hungry in an hour anyway. And he's using these three different things to show the different mindsets of people he's worked with. He's worked with a lot of other great players, too. But why Kobe Bryant was Kobe Bryant, why Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan, was something going on in their fucking head. Michael Jordan was a, is a sociopath. I'm convinced. It's just not, he's just not a serial killer, no crazy like that, but he, he is. He's got the fucking, I'm convinced. Kobe Bryant might not be far off of that, but these people had such an obsession and something in their mind that allowed them to be who they are. Right. That gets to a point that where talent won't get you there. Talent will get you in the room. It won't get you on the throne, though. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that's what that book is about. And that's the first book I make all of my clients read. And then The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. See, I've heard about The Four Agreements as well. I haven't got to tap into that one yet, but it's on my to-read list. That shit is gold. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what I'm gonna have to check it out. You messed with the uh, the 50th Law of Power? Have you checked that out yet? I ain't read that. It's decent. It's uh, Robert Greene and 50 Cent, obviously. Uh, have you checked out the 48? Yes. I haven't checked out the 48. So I read that a you, while ago. You know, I, me on, I need to check that mug out. I need to check that one out. Uh, but the 50th deals in the law of fear, uh, not allowing because most people allow fear to dictate their actions on a day to day basis. They allow it to control them and you know what I'm saying, manipulate them with things. Uh, 50 believed. Uh, which I, I fuck with this mentality. Uh, fear was nothing more than an opportunity to be a greater him, to step up to something that was in his way. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was powerful. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed that, man. Uh, I like reading, you know what I mean, quite a bit. Uh, so what other kind of things are you, are you studying currently, man, just to expand my Bro. body and soul? Kind of like when you ask me what countries I go to, I got a witness. Bro, I study a lot. I could pinpoint it to 
um, business stuff. I'm getting into the stock market, and um, I realize a lot of times during my career, people used to always tell me, you should invest some of your money. And I'd be like, damn, that's great advice. I'm not an idiot. But what the fuck does that mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, <laughs> and now, <laughs> for real. And so now I'm getting to the point that on, on the tail end of my career, you know, whatever money that basketball brings me, and then even outside of that, I'll know what to do with. So I read a lot of business shit outside of that. I'm real big in the esoteric things, spiritual shit, different okay. belief systems, any any main religion and then anything that opposes that. I fucking study uh, astrology. When I say it, I'm not talking about sun signs. I know that shit. I could, you can tell me the time you was born, I could look at your natal chart and you would think I was a psychic like Miss Cleo in that bitch right now. I would prove it. I study fucking human design. I study, um, because I study astrology and astronomers hate astrologers, um, now I study astronomy because I want to know the difference in it and how uh, astrology was astronomy to the ancient motherfuckers. They didn't know no difference. They was believing in that shit and thinking it. Then that gets me in the cultures, like you saying. So I kind of just rabbit hole into shit. I think you know that's what the I'm best saying. Way to study, yeah. At the end of the day, is the rabbit hole. You know, just get something and see where the fuck you can go mm -hmm. with it, as deep as you can go. I love that, man. That's dope. Uh, man, talk to me a little bit about this. We both uh, lyrical elite battle rap league, right? You mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying we ain't got to uh, completely section off everything else in regards to battle rap, but. You know what I'm saying? We got this coming up, uh, August 22nd, Genesis. You know what I'm saying, man? How you feeling about that? How, how do you feel about your involvement in that situation? Uh, what are your hopes and goals with that? Man, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about it, man. I um, I like Mr. Burns. Personally, I've collabed with him on stuff, and I'm going to more in the future. I was watching He's, a cypher y'all did yeah, earlier. Wait till you see the one we just did. <laughs> like, he was, yeah, definitely. like, because now we're doing open to the public. That was the first one we ever did open to the public. So we were serving drinks, and it was a crowd, kind of. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, um, kind of like with with and with lyrical elite, I'm seeing the same um, opportunity for us to to build a hip hop scene as long as we commit to it and really build it to that. Like what I see, I was around smacking them, not a lot. They made my niggas and like that, but we did business together. Norbs is my man. I talk to him still, even though him and smacking them fell out. Um, so I see how they conducted the business, and I see it's. It's a way to help people and get paid, which is what we all trying to do, if we're honest. Right. It's a way to build something and to give people an opportunity and to be lucrative because it's also bringing real entertainment and keeping real hip-hop alive. Hip-hop started in the Bronx, man, and that shit started for a voice for people who ain't had no fucking voice, man. People, The pain was so entrapped in people that they had to get it out. And I don't know why, as times evolve, we think we don't need that. That's why I think uh, when we were talking about metal outside, and I say it correlates with hip-hop to me, not that it sounds alike, but I don't know shit about heavy metal. Really don't like it. But I can tell them motherfuckers are trying to ex explain something, though. Expressing I can feel that. Emotions. I'm like, damn, he's really trying to... I don't think that guy's crazy. Right. I think he's trying to be heard. God damn, when well, somebody listen to him, chest. you know what I'm saying? And I think that's why people were breakdancing and doing graffiti, and um, the MC wasn't even prominent in hip-hop before. It was the party. It was the disco. Niggas forget about the disco. That was hip-hop. And then the MC was the master of ceremonies. Right. Control the crowd. Hey, and then they start throwing lyrics to it. And people say, oh, shit, we like this. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know. I get off topic. I rabbit hole. We spoke about that. So I don't even know Perfect, what the fuck I'm talking man, about. You're doing beautiful. <laughs> I'm just enjoying this uh, all together. Uh, man, yeah, yeah. So you got to, uh, man, we was talking yesterday a little bit off air. Uh, my bad. I'm adjusting volumes and shit. So okay. I got straight. But uh, you just got a deep voice. That's all it is. That motherfucker's going all over my Anyway, uh, you know what I'm saying? You mentioned uh, the other day, man, you got to help put on a, a battle with Tay Rock. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He one of First the my favorite battle rappers, man. So you want to talk to us a little bit about that, that experience? Man, I love battle rap. Um, this was back when I was heavy on Twitter. Briz Rothstein, I really fuck with. He's a star now, but this was back when he was just, you know, let's see, Spit That Heat. The Spit That Heat, that was in uh, Milltown blowing all the niggas in Atlanta. So, yeah, you got That's the old shit, man. I seen Briz, and I was just like, damn, 
I like this Bridge Rothstein guy almost as much as I like Tay Rock, but he'll probably never battle him because of the politics. So I put out a um, you know, I was, I was touching. They cave game. Touching. They was cave game. This together. is how. Yeah, I, I I like to say, you know, say I'm probably gonna send this little clip part right here to Tay Rock actually on IG or something. Because <laughs> I like to say indirectly, I had a little part of them linking up because. I think after they battled, they became cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I got to talk. I put on Twitter. I'm like, yo, if Tay Rock, if Briz Rothstein and Tay Rock can battle, I'll pay for that shit. And I tagged um, Smack and Norbs and all of them. So Norbs wrote me back. Like, man, you bullshitting. At this time, Snoop Dogg happened to be doing um, something called Gladiator School, which yeah. is, uh, they was battling in Atlanta. At that same time, the BT Wars was going in Atlanta. We grew up an hour and a half outside of Atlanta. I happened to be back in my hometown. So I was like, I'm going to drive to Atlanta and get up on I'm like, are you serious? He's like, are you serious? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm serious. I'll pull up on y'all niggas in Atlanta right now. Pulled up on them, went straight to smack in them hotel room, met with them. They seen I was for real. I am also was linked with uh, Brandon Pettigrew. He was a friend of mine from school because he went to Oklahoma State. And he's a big-time NFL tight end. Hmm. I don't know shit about football, so football niggas really fuck with me because I don't really treat them like I don't even know if they good or not. I just know, nigga, that's what you do for a living. <laughs> so, of course, I knew he was good in college. But I'm talking about as a pro. People told me that he he can tell me more about Brandon Pettigrew's career than I can. But I know the man. You know what I'm saying? Word. He loves battle rap. And so me and him got to talking, and he was like, man, you know, he's making way more money than I was. But we was both touching some paper. Um, Tay Rock wanted... Man, I don't know if I should say this kind of shit. I was like, Tay, Tay, Rock wanted, Tay Rock wanted a certain amount, and Briz at the time was getting a lot less. And so it was other battles going on. Tia knows I'm nerdy now that you. Tay Rock was getting a certain price, and of course, Bridge was getting a lot less. It ain't got nothing to do with his talent. That's where he was at at the time. And um, it was other battles on that card too that I believe we played a part in, but that was the one I wanted. So uh, Gru was like, "Nigga, we can go half on." I'll say this: Tay Rock and Bridge all together, I would say, cost about six grand, mm. and Tay Rock was probably about eighty-five percent of that. You dig what I'm saying? It was a huge. And so I'm just a rock fan. So he like, man, I put in half, nigga, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I think, I want to say Bill Collective battled on that card. It was other battles that he kind of, I think, right. put money in with. But um, long story short, that shit got going. And when it was time to battle, they, they gave me one of the smack URL coins. You'll see them hosting now. They're like, nigga, you, you in the gang now. They gave me the little coin. And when it was time to battle, we was already on stage. Smack was like, like yo, nigga, you, you want to come up front? You want, uh, I think I flipped the coin. I'm going to say I flipped the coin. Was, I might be wrong about flipping the coin, but you're going to see me right by smacking uh, Tay Rock the girl day. and shit. I saw you in. Yeah, so I, and I came out front. And uh, if you look real close, you'll see Brandon Pettigrew behind me. He didn't want to be in the front. He didn't even want to be in the spotlight like that, you know, ironically for a fucking famous nigga. But he didn't want to be in the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't want to be in the spotlight like that. So it was just, that's why I was the only one up there. But it was me and him put the battle together. That's incredible, man. That's crazy. Uh, man, what was it like? Uh, you know what I'm saying? What was what's it like? Just chopping, you got to chop it up with smack and things like yeah. that. Yeah, did you get to peep any uh business or anything like that? As far as did he lay out any lessons or anything like that? Just as far as the work in the workings of battle rap, he didn't give me any game like that. Our, our, our meeting was kind of more formal, and then as I started coming to events, of course, it was always love, it's dapping, but smack, uh, we fucked up at the events, you know what I'm saying? So it'd be kind of more like. Yo, what's good, my nigga? We dab. I'm like, yo, that battle was crazy. And then he got to go do his job. Right. But right. I did learn a lot from watching. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I learned that a driving force behind battle rap making money is alcohol. <laughs> because <clears throat> the bar is majorly important at the battles. And then I started realizing why certain lyrical niggas don't get the credit they deserve. Because a bunch of drunk people standing up don't want to hear that shit. Right. Get to the point. 
You get what I'm saying? We like that. Uh, what's with Tay Rock? I was just going over one of the serial number scratched off. That's how a Glock should look. This shit freestyle. It spit 16 without the hook. Get, get right to it. I don't want to hear that. I like that shit actually, but I started learning. There's a science to this. It's a reason why them niggas book who they book. I'm learning all of that, and I'm seeing why they keep certain people on the back burner or when they might. But and of course, I watch interviews and stuff too. But from right. actually being at the events, I'm saying this shit is a science, man. This ain't just they having an event, but this is it's a reason why they making so much money and generating the culture. Mm-hmm. The matchups super important. I also learned niggas is prima donnas. So if you're planning on going into business and conflict is it bothers you, this ain't it, because. Mm-hmm. I just seen niggas do fucked up shit. And, and also, I seen that's the reason why some people get booked a lot. Like DNA, and all, even though DNA is fire to me, at one point in time, I didn't like him that much. But he was on every car. You start seeing, there's a business side to this. The niggas who not going to give you pushback, who understand their value and not going to always be asking for more money, who not going to try to bring to 50 show up people. show to work and do their job. But some people try to bring a lot of people to the event. Some people show up late. It's all of this shit I seen. And people be like, smack event, start late. What you think? You know about, what I'm saying? Uh, what you think about uh, not to politic or anything like that, man? But I just want your opinion on it because I'm sure you peeped it. Uh, Loaded Lux, Charlie Clips. You know what I'm saying? With the way Loaded was acting at the beginning. Do you remember this? You know what I'm saying? In the beginning of the battle? Yeah, before they even got to battle, man. They flipped the coin. No, that ain't right. Flip the coin again because it kept it landed on Charlie. And so I think complaining. it was tactical. I do too, and that's when yeah, Loaded's I don't think it was a performer, yeah. man. So when he doing shit like that, it's it's all a part of what you know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. showing you, look. This is my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was tactical. I think um, when you antagonizing your opponent, depending on who you're battling, you may believe in your mind that's going to affect how their material comes off. Or you just try to throw a nigga off their game. You know what I'm saying? Why boxers staring each other before the thing? Nobody's supposed to blink. I always thought about that. Like, man, fuck. What if, like, what if in that moment I really got a blink? Does that mean he's going to beat my ass? Like, because I was the one to do, you know what I'm saying? He said I blinked. Yeah, shit. He might win. So I think that's, I think Lux was kind of doing something tactical like that. Like, trying to get under clip skin. In a way, what you're saying, showing like, nigga, I'm Lux. I can do shit like this. And, right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, Clips is known as a great MC. And you can get thugged, too. That look away. So before the battle, if a nigga just... Like, even if I win the coin toss. Let's say they say, um, me and you about to battle. Castro, Soul Body, who was on heads or tails? And I say, heads. Hmm. Now, I may want it to be heads so I can say you can go first. But if they flip the coin in the air and I say heads and you just say, hey, yo. You know how niggas do that? Yeah. That's dope. But if you battling me, I'm going to stop that shit. Hmm. Because what you're doing by not waiting for the coin to flip is all tactical. You're sending a message. You're saying something kind of like... I'm so fucking ready. I don't care who go. I go first. And I, but I just want to control that. It's all it's weird, weird shit. Mm-hmm. It's like when you block a nigga shot after the referee stopped the ball. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Yeah. You got to let him know. Like no They done already called the foul. And the guy's just going to throw the shot up just for throwing it. I still go block the shit. Mm-hmm. It's stupid, but it's a send a message. Bitch, even when the ball is dead, we not letting you score. I like that. I don't even want you to see the ball go through the net, motherfucker. That's just, you know what I'm saying? I like your, uh, your understanding, man, of, of the mental game of battle rap. Uh, all together as well. I mean, do you feel like some of that comes from uh, your time in sports? Yes. Mm. I relate every. I'm like surf. I relate everything back to basketball, baby. I, <laughs> I, I can just see, you know what I'm saying, where things connect for you. It, it's dope, you know what I'm saying? I ain't play sports, so my understanding comes from, you know what I'm saying, just being a human and, you know what I mean, studying mm-hmm. the battle rap culture. But I, I love I love your mentality on it, man, just sitting back peeping at. Uh, man, let me ask you this, brother. You know what I'm saying? We got to journey a little bit. I got to know you a little bit. Uh, man, what do we got to look forward to uh, when it comes to Soul Body Meta? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what kind of projects you got coming out, man? You got any shows, things like that? What, what's 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 in the future? What's coming? You For Soul Body Meta, you can look forward to me being a lot more involved in the community within the next year. 
Um, outside of throwing ciphers and the Battle League, of course, I'm planning on starting some form, no matter how big or small, of a mentorship. Um, I, I, I don't even know. I'm, I think I'm going to be a nonprofit because I'm not trying to find ways to get paid off this. Um, outside of that, in the basketball training, I got music coming out. I may drop Winter Nights 4. I got a, a mixtape series I've been dropping called Winter Nights over the years. He's getting excited because I hadn't put wait, one out. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Pause. Record scratch. Shout out Rich. Rich back in the building. <laughs> wait a minute. You may do what? I might put out a Winter Nights, man. It's a, yeah, it's a series I put that. out in the winter of music. All right, y'all. I'm going to push him to put out Winter Nights 4, so expect it in a couple months. Winter Nights 2 is my most streamed project or anything I've ever put out in life. It's over 60,000 streams between Audio Mac and like SoundCloud and things like that and videos. I add all that shit together. I don't give a fuck. But I had never put nothing out on like a platform and then check it months later and it's got thousands and thousands of streams. And like I got a song with OG Mako on there. So that was my first time ever actually getting a feature with an artist in the industry and the payment. Pro- I learned shit like that. Right. But um, yeah, Winter Nights is big, at least for how's my that, shit. Uh, how's that kind of shit work, man? Is it, is it, is it a difficult process getting... getting uh, it's subjective to whoever you deal with. We didn't have a good experience with OG Mako. I'm not going to um, shame the man, but right. we, we didn't have a good experience with him. But being in the basketball circles and being on an AU team with a guy like John Wall and his agents were my agents. So you go, you be around a lot of celebrities and people like that. Everybody's not like that. Mm-hmm. Some people are easy to work with. Some are hard. That's just what it is. It's just humans. Yeah, humans exactly. Humans Exactly. Most deaf, man. Most deaf. Uh, man, would well, that sound fire as fuck? Uh, man, let me tap in with you real quick, man, just because I got you in the building, brother. You know what I'm saying? I know you got some upcoming music on the way. You yeah, know what I, I mean? got some, uh, got a couple projects. Uh, well, a project I want to put out. You know what I'm saying? Something like an EP just to introduce myself. And this will be your first yeah, initial project. This will be game. my first initial project, That's period. Um, I want to put out a single with my brother, Soul Body. You mm-hmm. know, it's coming up soon. It's called No Worries. We ain't really worried about shit. Hmm. Most definitely. Is that what we got to jam before? Yes, yeah, sir. Yes. Yeah, 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 it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe, man. Video coming soon. All of that. Um, cipher coming soon as well. More ciphers is coming. I, I wanna. I really wanna start and going to do more of the like the open mics around here just to get the buzz. So up. tap mm-hmm. in with me. I got you on some open mics, man. Come bet, rock with bet. me. That's I love it. Come rock with you, bro. Uh, let me ask y'all a little bit because y'all keep plugging up these ciphers, man. Talk to me a little bit about the behind the scenes of these ciphers, man. How mm-hmm. they come together? Who's running them? What's what's the deal behind these ciphers, man? What's the goal? Um, shit, me running it is okay. something I put together. So body, um, just off the fly, figuring out ways to get involved in this rap shit. This rap shit is crazy. Knowing your brand and who you are in the eyes of people. Is crazy and so uh me trying to approach rap like other niggas just don't make sense i love that you want to be you yeah that's exactly what i'm on you know what i'm saying and that's something that lacks a lot in hip-hop i hate to say it, but it's the truth is motherfuckers don't want to be them. i feel like people are trying to find the gimmick like right. it's like oh this the wave right now so i gotta make a song like this or like, but i don't knock them though because it's an industry and that's what yeah. you do in industries and businesses business. you find your you niche your and you, you do your shit Right. But there is a there is a small corner for people who are sticking to the fundamentals. And I don't think people in Oklahoma respectfully have ciphers and shit. Like outside of actual rap ciphers on camera, I'm talking about niggas was sitting at lunch and that was the norm. I'm sitting in class. I can't wait to go rap. I could be wrong, but I don't think that was a thing across like the state. True, real but where I was from, ciphers, yeah. They don't have right. that feeling. Where I was from, bro. Like, you know, that's why I'm like we bringing the battle rap is because like that's... That's real. That's the same type of shit. Hip hop shit. You know what I'm saying? After battles, nigga, ciphers spark. Right. Like when we done heard somebody get crazy and there's other niggas watching that rap, now they want to rap. You know what I'm saying? 
It's Man. just it, and last time we had people come who may not even be rap fans, but they came and drank, had a good time, network. Um, we had it on Black Wall Street. You get what I'm saying? So it's something to keep holding events on that. And um, the goal with that, like I said, is to create entertainment for people, to create an outlet for MCs and people who create art, and to make some money. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Doing something that I love. I can dig that, man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. The most beautiful thing for me with the behind the scenes as far as the ciphers go is getting to connect with artists around the area just so you can get the, okay, I do mm-hmm. know Buddy. I, we, right. we, did the, we did that one thing together. Yeah. And we it's did all, the cipher together. And it's, it, it's always love. And right? that's what yeah. I'm about to say. Yeah, that's like, one thing I've been noticing, man, just being immersed in... The community of Tulsa as a whole, man, when it comes to entertainment, this is one thing that I got to tap in with Burns about. Uh, just to add on to what you gentlemen are saying, man, this is one thing I feel we are doing very well. Uh, so I will up my city for this. You know what I'm saying? There's always room, room to work. But this is one thing I will say, man, is Burns will tell me stories, you know, because he's a legend. He's been doing his thing forever. All respects to Burns, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, what I mean? my man was telling me days back when he first started rapping out here and the scene didn't quite exist and you had to go to certain locations for the scene and it was nothing but toxicity, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and roughness. And now, when it comes to Tulsa hip-hop and the community we got out here, man, it's, it's oh, you want to do this? Come on. Oh, you want to do this? Come on, mm-hmm. be a part of this. Let's build this together. And it's love, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, we don't want no bullshit involved, but it's it's fully love, you know what I'm saying? We do our best to weed out the, the shit that don't necessarily need to exist, and I don't know, I'm very proud of that, you know what I'm saying? The fact that we are very uh, open arms to, to a degree, you know what I mean? It's a caring and loving environment, and I think that that's dope that y'all captured that in the cyphers. I'm going to have to check out one of these cyphers, man, coming yeah, up. You know what I mean? But Go ahead and hop in one, man. man you know what I'm saying? Get some bars in one. I got something. Let me man. know. Just let me know when, you know what I mean? But, uh, man, that's beautiful, gentlemen. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Do y'all, we, we done reached the end of the episode, man. Do y'all want to go ahead and plug up social medias, anything like that, man, where they can find your music, where they can find you, you know what I'm saying? And any upcoming shows or anything like that, any upcoming work, you know what I mean? Let them know. Um, soulbodymeta.com, uh, soulbodymeta on YouTube, um, soulbodymeta or Marshall Moses on any platform. IG, Facebook is going to have my government name, of course. Um, but you're going to get less of my content on there. It's kind of like more like my family and shit on there. Mm-hmm. But that's a big part. Of it. I'm really a family guy for real. I so, think that that's beautiful, Yeah, so man. outside of that, that's that's it. And did, what did you else did you ask? I think that's, uh, You got any upcoming shows or anything like that? Anything. No, but I used to. Uh, last year, I threw a series of lectures, and I think I'm going to throw one at the end of December because teaching and speaking is where my heart at. Uh, we had a good turnout, and some people learned some things. Reef 100 is in attendance, and he can, he can get a credit to that. So I may be holding some. I guess that's kind of like a show. I'll be showing, uh, I won't be rapping, and I won't be doing no music. I might play my shit before, but if anybody want to come learn something or bring some youth to come expand their mind or just get motivated and feel better about themselves, I will give you the dates on that, and you can definitely let it know. And that'll be the kind of shows I'm doing, at least in 2021. That's beautiful, man. Uh, uh, man, you know when your, your stuff is dropping, anything like that, you got a date uh, set, so, you can plug up your social medias too, feel uh, free. Social media on Instagram, Sharif underscore 803, that's S-H-A-R-I-F-F underscore 803. Um, I have my music coming out pretty soon, within the next two or three weeks, uh, and today is what, August, so I'm looking at 
mid-September, late September. Dope, um, dope. And also in November, uh, if I can, well, I've secured the- Let me know exactly when that's dropping, man. I'd love to get you in here right before drop. Bet. You I know got what I'm saying? Yeah, we can hype work. it up, build promotion on that shit, blast Bet. it on the page, things like that. We'll figure that out. That let me know. We'll check the cap. We'll figure all that out in a minute. But Bet. That'll definitely work. Um, so November, I've already secured a location. Um, I'm going to be starting a Dress to Impress uh, book club. Okay. I, mm. I love book clubs. <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm, so I'm, putting together, I'm putting together a book list now. I want to do like five books, and each episode is going to be like we're going to discuss chapters one through four, and mm. then next episode, you know, that way it'll be able, we'll be able to lengthen out the amount. You, have you know, content. what I'm saying? Have, have a lot of content, That's and beautiful. and the the most the biggest thing I want to do as far as starting a book club and. Having it be be dressed to impress. I don't want no sweats, no nothing. Like I want you to dress like shirt, tie, vest, jacket, all of that. Like most dope. dapper is yeah. So to the and just just to just to give that like I read something the other day and it said uh, dress like the dress like how dress how you how ugh, I can't even talk. You got, <laughs> dress, you got it. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, dress how you want your pockets to look. Most dope. Most so dope. I wanted to you know I wanted to. Harp on that and just see. That's why I'm always comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, nah, he just found far, the loophole. Just by the way. Just, just having dialogue about this and being able to get different perspectives on the same book. Just like one of the bars that I spit for you earlier was, you can we can both be we can look in the same direction but still won't see the same thing. Mm. So like perspective, yeah. And you were what he was mm-hmm. talking about earlier. So I'm really really excited about that. That's coming in November. Um, Probably towards the end of November. Okay. We're going to be, it's going to be down on Greenwood. So, so, with that, man, like I said, I'm going to get you back in here to pick your brain and dig into you, but I still got to ask you because, you know what I'm saying, when it hits me, I got So, with that, man, is this going to be released? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because you say, you, are y'all going to video this? Yeah, I want to, it's going to be vlog. Like, okay. It's be like, so, this is going to be on YouTube it's, and things it's of that be on sort. YouTube. I'm going to put it on every platform that I possibly can. How can, can people get involved with your book club, man? How can mm. they read with y'all, man? Man, you you want to be a part of it? You already know I'm yes. trying to read. I'm gonna be in. It's yeah, my first time hearing about it too. We're all you like, talking, let's go. You know, I already knew. Like, let me tell you, you talking, like, you talking sharing knowledge, bro. Anytime yeah. y'all trying to bounce knowledge, like let me. I'm trying to get. I don't know, bro. bro. I've already secured the venue and all of it. What's I'm good? Have, yeah. So like, but I for could, them, so they shout know. out, shout out to uh, to me as well. I shout cook. Out. Yeah, so really well. He like a cook. Like he not talking. Like, he cook, like, cook, so cook. Every, like every cater book, shit. Every book club event is gonna be catered. Mm-hmm. So oh my by me. fucking like, god! I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> so you chef it up. Yeah, he's like, nice, bro. That's beautiful. This is the like, best like information I've received all day. Every day, so shout out. That's man. that's super big. That's probably the thing that I'm most excited about, aside from. Me pursuing basketball still, so okay. Yeah, like, see, I didn't even know. You, see, yeah, we got we got yeah, rounds. Bro, I'm I'm, I'm, got rounds I'm, to I'm go. eager to get in here, bro. I uh, but yeah, for the audience to know, man, as far as how they can connect with this book club. Uh, so we, good there? in September, I'm gonna put out like a, a flyer, a bulletin. You okay. know what I'm saying? Just like, and I wanted, I'm probably gonna shoot like a promo video or something. Most just up. me talking and letting people know this is what I got going. This is if you want to be a part of it. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole nine. I'm gonna dress how I want people to come dress. Like. And if you pull up not dressed how I Bummy, want you to be dressed, looking like Castro Lakes in his crib right now, dead ass, most like, deaf, most deaf. Like that's this is like it's going, it's rules and regulations. I like, think that that's beautiful though. Yeah. You're setting the standard for sure. You're setting yeah, the bar. Setting the standard. You know what I mean? Like this is what we expect. You know what I'm saying? Come for this. You know what I mean? This is what we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you exactly. this standard if you fucking with us. You know what I mean? I think and the location beautiful. is so dope. It's, Hella artwork, like it's, it's gonna be beautiful. Most deaf, most deaf, man. 
Uh, well, gentlemen, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate both of y'all rocking with me today, man. Thank it's you been for having me, man. pleasure. I feel like 2 Titty T, it feels the same, man. It's been I gorgeous. I thought he was going to say that I need to smoke, and the answer that was yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about flow, it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all bounce. I'd love to chop it up with y'all for a couple minutes after this. Uh, man, it's been beautiful. Uh, like I said, thank y'all. Uh, Tia, do you want to do, do the thing? Uh, yeah, man. Um... Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> why is it that every time? Look, this, look. All right, so she just took a week off, right, from from podcasting with me, man. Yeah. So I've been having the, the thing she's going to do is going to plug social medias. Uh, uh, okay, but okay. in her absence, Castro X has had to step up and mm-hmm. try to know all our stuff, which I should know anyway. It's my business, right? I should be on, on top of it. It's a difficult thing to know your shit off head. But anyway. Every time, Queen, you about to drop them things, you, you get lost. It's like, uh, yeah, 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 because I and get wait, nervous. Side note, role reversal. What's the inspiration behind Castro X? Uh, for me as a human or for my brand? Both. 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 For me, man, on a day-to-day basis, I'm just trying to be a better me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm constantly in battle uh, with myself. Uh Trying to level up. And it's, it's a fight. <laughs> Shout out to Battle Relatable. Rap. Just thinking out of the bar. <laughs> Shout out to Battle Rap, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm constantly in competition trying to rid myself of the other of the, of the dirtiness because it's a lot. It's a lot that I'm carrying around on a day-to-day basis, man. Sometimes it gets in the way. But uh, my constant fight on the day-to-day, I just want to be a better me, man. I got two sons. I want to be the best example I can be, not only for my sons, but for those uh, that I get to sit with, you know, that I get to spend time with, man. Uh, one of the models I go by, snatched straight from Loaded, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we turned it to our own thing here. With all due respect, man, one of our, our phrases that we build in is healthy. You know, it's, it's, it, healthy. it's healthy, uh, yeah. you know. And lately, uh, that's been really heavy on my conscience. If that's going to be my phrase, uh, we got to really, because we always build it. We don't stop building here, but sometimes there's toxicity that exists within my camp, or you know, because we're human. You I know? hate the word uh, camp, man. You she does, but bro, like the, when you speak on like having that battle every day, like the only time you lose is when you quit. You can't quit. That's the thing for real. Like I feel like that's the that's the and the beautiful that's what thing helps is me going, the beautiful it, thing it's like, is nah, I ain't quit. That's what I'm saying. And the beautiful thing is if you don't quit, you in it. You have a chance. You got an opportunity. You can still go. No matter how bad you fuck up, no matter how far you fall off, if you're still in it and you don't give up, you you still there. It's it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? It it never stops. Ever. I don't care what nobody says. It never stops. And so that's something that just links in my head on a day-to-day basis, man. That's why I'm always building. It's forever we building. And I'm trying to tap into that it's healthy side, man. But mental health and you know life is a struggle man but as long as you fighting you 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 becoming healthier you know what i mean every day every well, day where's the struggle the struggle with me it, you said life's a struggle i don't disagree with you i just want you to elaborate no yeah uh so <laughs> when i'm talking about because i can only speak from personal experience i don't know okay. what the struggle is for all humans my struggle comes from uh in a self-struggle uh to the degree of you know what i'm saying of course i struggle with uh anger uh I got a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of anger I'm trying to get rid of within myself. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And some of that is for self. Why do you want to get rid of anger? This, this is the type of shit I be on. So, I love that question too because, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that makes me check it too. Because maybe to a degree, there's, there's some anger I don't want to get rid of because it, it motivates me and it pushes me and it gives me that drive and that hustle. But there's some anger uh, that I feel is, I feel is, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to get rid of the anger. 
let me take that back. I want to be able to channel my anger properly. Mm -hmm. The reason I want to be able to do that is because some of my anger is used in directions that it should never be. You know What's what I'm saying? steering it that way, you would say? I think I get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? I just get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I got, I got a lot of things on my shoulders that I'm trying to build. And you know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, like a, what's that called? What's that called? Tunnel she vision. Like, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I get that tunnel vision, man. And, you know, I really want to be able to see things fully. Is that harsh enough to call it a life struggle? Or are you talking about other things? I don't think that's it. No. Uh. I think I respectfully. Now this is the this is how no, I really am. I, mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's frustration with the direct because it's like um it's different kind. Of, I tell my girl this all the time. Pain is inevitable in life, so I use working out as an example. You cannot work out because working out sucks and it hurts. Mm. But eventually, you're gonna feel pain for that level of comfort you endure, or you can go hurt for a little while and it, then you'll feel some comfort. Because of that level of pain. You dig what I'm saying? Mm. My point with saying that is some things that are tough are good. When I went to basketball practice, I hated that shit. It was hard on my body, but it changed my life and it taught me things. So that's what that sounds like. You figuring out the struggles of um, frustration with life and all of that. That's cool. That's hard for everybody. Right. But for it to be something you carry around as deep as you do and for you to be as passionate in the content of the songs of yours that I've heard, I don't think that's it. Mm. So you, what you're saying is there's, there's more. I think so. It's something that, like everybody, I'm going to agree with him. But I loved it. First of all, let me say that I love that we're talking about that. I love that this turned into, you know. So mental health. I'll tell you this. So ladies and gentlemen, this shit, bro. So body meta is in the building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the interview has. I'm like that, bro, because I like to connect it. with people for real. Right. And Like not that surface level bullshit. So to be honest, man, I feel like a lot of that comes from like that there's more that I haven't even tapped into within myself. There's still uh, underlining things going on oh. that I'm not even fully conscious. And then that's kind of what hmm. I've been on. There's underlining things that I'm still. But I'm very much. Trying to figure out what the fuck is up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, what is I'm trying? Learning. What is the trying process? So, I oh, go this, ahead. I can't go my fault. So, it's okay. There was this uh, one night we did a. Uh, I'm about to go ahead and keep a, um, uh, my What is it called? Tarot card reading. Mm -hmm. um, our friend had come through and done a reading for him, a full on reading for him. And there was something about. So she can, before she go, she can, you know what I'm saying? She work with me on a day-to-day -day basis, right hand, you know what I'm saying? It's my partner. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just think it's beautiful that she has involvement in this conversation. It's nice, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's beautiful. Go ahead, Queen. <laughs> but um, she, had, she had brought up something that a card, I think a card like came up upside down or something, which means mm -hmm. it was like pulling at him internally and stuff like that. And it mm -hmm. had to do with like um, love and like being... Uh, intimate with someone and he she was like like you're holding on to this like what is this and he was like what's no, the content I'm, of my music too yeah and she's talking about that you know what I mean? yeah i'm already knowing but the camera i mean the the mic is rolling right i would like to infer on more or guess at least hypothesize about certain things but i don't want to do that and be wrong or get to talking about something you might not want to talk on mic but we get to you know what i'm saying i mean i'm, I'm surprisingly different. he's more open whenever he's on a mic it's, hmm. it's, 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 uh, yeah, that's right. That's so an artist. To, to, to piggyback on, on what you said earlier is that that I'm trying to figure out. Like mm -hmm. I just feel like I like a lot through life. I I didn't really know what the fuck I was or who I was or what I wanted because I was just doing what the fuck I thought was. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Or right. you know what I'm saying? Oh, this this what I this what I, you know like. And I, I'm finally starting to make decisions on a day to day basis every day. Like. And I literally ask myself before I do something, do I want to do this? Mm. Like, it just that simple, bro. Like, and sometimes it'd be like, man, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And I just won't. You know See, what I mean? Like, but yeah. that, that makes me feel like 
I'm at. I can be at peace with that. It's like cool. It's I'm, autonomy. Yeah, like, I think it's like. I nigga. think that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Is I'm very much trying not to. I no longer want to live the life uh, that has been designed. You know that I've been taught to live, but yeah. I'm more so trying to think for self. To add mm-hmm. on to the things she was discussing, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna go ahead and get deep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The things in which some tarot cards were addressing it. And where a lot of the substance comes from within my music, man, is, you know what I'm saying, I I grew up in a household that uh, has damaged a lot of my relationships uh, in regards to ladies and things of that sort. So Castro X is very much trying to mend all of that within himself Mm -hmm. uh, in regards to how women should be treated, how women, you know, uh, how I should view women, you know what I mean? And and just just my day-to-day uh, you know, things have been sexualized for me from an early age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love that we reverse an interview. This is wild. I don't bet through some of that shit but before, too. So, you know, what I'm saying? You know I, I grew I up in a household with, you know, just seeing situations with my mother, you know what I mean? They, they, they really damaged things for me from an early age. And then lessons I received from my mother and, and, and experiences I've had with certain ladies and things like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I've allowed, I've allowed to mm-hmm. take a toll on my heart and soul, which allowed, uh, which which caused me to act a different way towards a lot of different, you know what I'm saying, other ladies and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, what I'm doing that's that's, but that's only one thing that I'm working on, as well as I just wanted that to be out there as I'm speaking on this. That's only yeah. one part of the project that I'm on within self, because there's a million other things I'm sure that I got to tap into and figure out. But that's definitely one piece of the journey that I want to. Uh, have growth in, man. I want to... I, I, a lot, I call myself King Castro X, you know what I'm saying? In that King Pinpointed title. Pinpointed, though. You was about to do it. Then you went on. You said, that's one thing I want to improve on. What would that? Well, just phrase it. Like, if I had to put it at the top of a newspaper. What's the thing you want to improve on with the ladies? You you told me the backstory and with your mom and also your own personal to be, dreams. To be, but summarize it for me. To be more genuine, man. To be... To, 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 to truly be able to offer myself. It's hard to be open with open with ladies due to trust issues and 100%. shit, right? 100%. 100%. It's truth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, now I see you crying. Look, look what somebody met in there. <laughs> I'm not foreign to this. You know what I'm you know saying? What I'm saying? So, I might cry, but let's just keep talking. To, 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 so. be, <laughs> to, be, to be genuine, though. You know what I'm saying? Let me get this water. There's nothing in there. <clears throat> I'm about yeah, to go get that gallon. But, uh... To be genuine though, man. With not even just women though. Yeah, let me get a water. <clears throat> My motherfucking throat. Talk about me. Got this fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Also talking about. Look, my throat mm. fucked up. Can bro, I it's, it's good. Yeah, she about to get you somewhere. I'm cool, about to finish. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, speak, bro. Raspy, tear, it don't matter. But that's that's really the big thing, man. It's like when it comes to the situations with women, right? Is I want to be able to truly offer who I am. Uh, the fact that I do not do that allows me to be angry at times. You know what I'm saying? Quick to shut shit out. Oh, you ain't willing to move this way. You ain't trying to do that. You ain't quick to shut it off. You know, so like I'm good. Why am I good though? Because I don't want to get hurt. It's absolutely nothing yeah. to do with them women. It's all because of me. Uh, but that translates over. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? That's not just one. That's not just one project. That also translates over to humans in general. You know what I'm saying? On a day to day basis, dealing with. Men as well, you know what I mean? If certain motherfuckers ain't trying to move certain ways, or I catch a, a piece of like, oh, that ain't solid to me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm out of that. But then a big part of that as well is also me trying to, I've, I've recently discovered that, that 
how important my energies are. You know what I'm saying to me? Uh, and I do need to be protect protective over my energies. But you can be protective over your energy and not be uh, not send out negative energy mm -hmm. to others. You know what I mean? It's just, man, I'm trying to... It's a lot. You're trying, trying to defend yourself. It's like kind of keep from getting hurt. I was just thinking about this. Um, because I've been with my girl since 2010. And we've been married... We, about to, we just had an anniversary. We've been married eight years. Mm. Man, it's one thing that I always knew this, but just summarizing shit helps. To be in a relationship or to love somebody just means being extremely vulnerable. <laughs> if right. you're not going to do that, you're not doing it proper. The thing about that is vulnerability is almost like being blind. That's why they say love is blind. Mm -hmm. You're just so into it that you're going to... And you, you keep saying something that I like because it's true. We're humans. You know, people do shit to each other. And that's that's been a hard thing for me to wrap my mind around. Like, I've been fucking perfect, right? You know, I've done shit to people too. But I got self-victimizing uh, thoughts. That's a part of my negative thing. So I kind of make my shit bigger than everybody else's. Right. You know, and I'm just harping on it. I'm like, man, how the fuck can this happen? And I realize how it happened. It's because I'm a loving motherfucker. So I can pick two choices. It's in that book you're talking about. The law of polarity and correspondence will tell you. Things have to balance out. Or alchemy, as you say. Mm -hmm. Too much of anything is bad for you. I don't give a fuck what it is, right? So... Discernment is important, mm -hmm. knowing where to place your love, right? But don't stop being loving because if it's one thing I can assure you, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. I'm talking about existence in general. Even all the things we think we know are mostly studies and theories and that'll even change as time goes on, right? If this shit ain't eradicated completely, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. But every religion, every age, I don't give a damn, everybody seems to understand that love is the foundation for something. That vulnerable state. So you pick where to place it, but you, if you protect it, it's almost like poisoning yourself. Mm. Because that out of everything that's been going on in life, that's the only thing consistent. We can look through ancient times, whatever. Civilization wouldn't even develop if you think of our primal state. What the fuck? Why are we? Why do we even share with each other and all that? If we're a species that derive from other motherfuckers, they do it and we put it on the Discovery Channel for a million views. Look at this lion taking this piece of this carcass over this, but because we see that and we don't know why the fuck lions are doing it. That's something that humans do. Mm. That's something that we develop. If you lose that, you come no, you become no different. Than the fucking lion or the hyena in the jungle, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me say too while you're on that, and I think that that's that's one of the most important things that I'm I'm going through right now, man. Is I don't want to let go of the love because I know the love still exists. You know what I'm saying? I know deep, I know that it's there, and and I feel like. But you can hold on to it too tight too, though. Letting go is right. not the only problem. It's a proper balance. You can either let it go and that's bad, or squeeze that motherfucker. What happens if I squeeze that bottle too tight? The water gonna fall out. Hmm. You gotta you, it, it's a proper balance. You know what I'm saying? Most deaf, most deaf. You got to give some out. That's like one of the purposes of life. I, I would bet my life on that. I don't know shit about, I know I can know a lot about religion. I wouldn't bet my money on no fucking religious understanding unless it correlates with you. Then we could talk about it. But I wouldn't try to force it upon you. But that shit, loving people, that shit makes me feel better. That's how I know this nigga. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you the real story. He not my blood brother. He knows my older blood brother. He got in a car accident. They told him they would never walk again. I told him bullshit. The first time I met that nigga, a week later, I was at his doctor's appointments with him. And then he's living in South Carolina. I moved him out here with me after bringing him out here every summer, trying to get him a basketball opportunity. I ended up helping him move out here. His family hated me because I'm just a nigga that seemed to be taking him away from his family. I, they, we love each other now. It's, it's just past. But I'm just telling you how that shit goes. When I go through things, that's what I do is I just find somebody to love because I feel like the world is too fucking harsh. Hmm. And men aren't supposed to feel that way, Right. That's bullshit. Just as though women have the ability to be masculine. It, masculinity and femininity have nothing to do with gender. Thank I you. Agree with you know you. what I'm saying? So there are emotions and things that correlate with life. And they seem to be a, a counterbalance of life. So a man open with his emotions, a good woman wants that. 
a woman who can who who understands a sense of direction and principle and what she wants in life, a good man would want that. Mm. It's a proper balance. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So you don't ever want to hold too much onto that love, bro. That's what's gonna make you like you saying. I want to know who I am, nigga. That is who you are. Just like that's who I am. Me and you are the same. I'm insane, my nigga. I think the only thing different between me and you is the shell we're in, the environment we grew up in, which shaped our, our mind. But fundamentally under that, I believe in spirit. I think me and you came from the same fucking source. And we having this experience, we having for whatever reason. And the only way we're going to get through that bitch is to love. And if we hold on to the love, we're going to have a rough ride, thinking we're avoiding pain. It's like the nigga who won't exercise. They think they're avoiding the pain, but they're only prolonging it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. You got to love, bro. I think, uh, to a degree though, on the love. When I say I'm holding on to love, it's meaning. You, what's up? He nah. says purple smoke. I got a cousin in South Carolina that whenever somebody says something that makes you like think, we call oh, it purple mind. smoke. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. He just said purple smoke. Uh, I think to a degree, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When I, you may have misunderstood me when I say uh, I agree with everything you're saying as well. No, no, it wasn't a response to what you said. Okay. It's a response to what I think I'm hearing. Okay. Because sure. I'm. I also. Um, I'm afraid to be hurt. Mm. My shit is extreme defensive. And I think though. that's normal. You yeah, know, exactly. It's a survival that. mechanism. It is. But it can go too far. So You know what I'm saying? My thing is, man, I, I want to be able to love. That's important. That's of high importance to me. And that's what I'm saying when I'm saying holding on to that. Instead of letting my, my anger, my anger get in the way of doing so. Does that make sense? But love is the hurtful shit, though. Yeah. It's not the good part. Right. When you fuck up, it's me forgiving you. If we have a whole bunch of... Good times, good times, good times. You make a mistake and then I kick you to the curb. I can't really say I ever loved you. Mm. We were just having fun. There's a such thing called serotonin. And it's all kind of scientific terms that we were having with each other. That's human too. But when I just, I don't even know why the fuck I, fuck it. I don't know. You might not ever change. I don't care how you are. I will prefer you be different, but fuck it though. That's love. That shit that we need. The reason why people even have a God concept, whether it's true or not. That's why, though. Niggas need to know that no matter what they do, somebody forgives them, though, to wipe the slate clean. They say God's cleansing them of their sins. I say they're doing it through their belief. Mm. Either way, the process needs to happen. We need to feel like, man, I'm on this journey. Like you said, I'm trying. I'm fucking up. And when we connect with somebody, now we're giving them that vulnerable state. And so when they hurt us, the first thing to do is to defend. Well, we're not loving them. They're going to hurt you, nigga. Mm. If me and you hang long enough, we're going to argue. Facts. That's just gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? K Sean, you like better rap. K Sean said something, and you might have heard this. He said that him and his homie got to arguing in front of some girls, right? And uh, you know how niggas get in front of girls. Like, that's what we really, niggas get to trying to show out and all of that. Right. And so he said that they fell out, almost fought, and his homie left. And he called him the next day. And when he answered the phone, his homie said, Hey, man, my bad for it. He cut him off. He said, Hey, bro, when I see you, I'm gonna fuck you up. Not from the argument last night. Because when you got home, you didn't call and let me know you made it safe. Me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Sometimes, and I'm actually preaching to myself right now because I got issues to where I'm not. But saying it out loud helps me. You got to let that shit go. Nothing is real other than perspective. How you perceive what happened to you is all there is. Mm. The past and the future are not real. If they are, when the future happens, what is it in that moment? You're now. Whenever you fucking pondering and ruminating on the past, when are you doing it? Right, right now. Man. All of that shit. Past, present, God. That's you, nigga. You're God. You're love. You're making a choice. But you gotta love or else you're gonna like kill the God in you and just become a right. fucking robot. Right. 
And and that's what I'm saying about the pain. I know you want to keep, but love ain't the, I want to caress you. That's part of it. I want to rub your head and I want to have good sex and I want to take you out on dinners. And as I'm building as a man, I want to be able to provide for you. And hell yeah, that's love. But what happens when in, in the face of all of that, she just kind of spit on it because she's trying to figure out who the fuck she is in life. Then what you going to do? That part is love. All that other shit is just fun. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, I know both. The loving part, and, and, and I'll, I'll be completely transparent. Why I put up with it is because she's amazing to me. Hmm. I know I'm a great guy and hard to love. I know that shit. I, first of all, I think I'm smart as hell. So just being at the house with me sometimes, I'll be like, damn. Even after we talk, I'll be like, I know. you know, sometimes it's best to just be fucking wrong. Why I care about being right so much? Motherfucker to travel all around the world with me when I fuck my shit up and ain't have a dollar to my name, held me down. She's gorgeous. She could be with any nigga in the world. But she fucking with me. But here I am in this moment, entrapped in what's going on right now. You see what I'm saying? Why I don't ruminate on the past then? Why I only ruminate on the past to hurt myself? That's all I'm doing is self-inflicting. Because what happened is over. You see what I'm saying? And I can see, I the reason why you're such a genuine nigga, I study astrology, bro. I don't care what sun sign you are. You have placements in Pisces. Oh. An emotional sign, a water sign. But yeah. you have, I, I believe you yeah. have placements in Pisces or Neptune and Cancer. Or I believe that. That's what I fuck with you on. I can feel it. All the water signs, they say, master intuition. I got placements in all of them. I don't even have no placements in none of the fire signs. It's earth and water for me. Practical and emotional. Hmm. Spiritual and resourceful. That's me. So I can feel it on you. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, and I know niggas that's good with words. That's why I'm all about transparency. I know you get to talk in it. You are formulating a way to have us like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, that makes sense. But I don't want that part of talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Because then we're not going to really resolve nothing. We got to hurt together. Or we got to get to the most uncomfortable shit we can get to and then talk about that. Because that's what they charge you for in therapy. Yes, they study things. I studied it too. I'm uh, clinically diagnosed with OCD. Studied all the ERP and all of that kind of shit. That's what the fuck they do. I done been to therapy and I done talked to some of the OGs in my life. And these niggas were my therapists. I just didn't know it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I seek to do with my friends. I don't want friends that hit me up when it's time to go out. I'm insane. I got my own shit going on. Hit me up when you need somebody to talk to. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just what it is. And that's what I'm building with you. I'm glad that you are all the way you are. I think we'll probably have some kind of companionship outside of this. But even in that, it's going to be this kind of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like like, I just want to say real quickly that um, whenever you said that you guys are made from the same thing, I'm I'm not saying I said it any better than you because I definitely didn't. But like everything you have said, I have tried to tell him multiple times and he won't listen to me. What's so my, no, what's no, my, no, no. What's no, my no, motto, Reef? No, what's my motto? On it. Hold the, the truth can never be told and only be yeah, but like but the, see, the reason the why thing, the reason though, why yeah. I say oh, that. Yeah. Let me hold talk on, too. Let me talk too. Let me hold talk on. too. Let me get my piece in. Let me get my. Well, I'm bad. Yeah, go ahead. Not, I don't want to. My bad. Y'all get to talking thing, and shit. The thing for me is though, these are things that I feel. You know what I'm saying within myself that I'm already kind of understanding. Man, it's mm -hmm. just things I'm working out. So as you trying to deliver the message and as you delivering the message, these are things that are it's already kind of clear. No, it's but it's coming from multiple sources. But it's, it's a connected dots. What I'm saying is that I I couldn't explain it as well as he can, mm -hmm. and he explains it in the exact same way you talk to me when we're having arguments like this. Mm -hmm. And he and he's doing the exact same thing, mm -hmm. so I, I think that that in a way is easier for you to like. No, I mean, and I'm enjoying speaking and everything. I like that we can go deep. That's very nice. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. But these are all things. You know what I'm saying? That. 
to a degree, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking the fact that this conversation need to happen. I'm very speak, much bro, existing speak. within the conversation. I got thick I'm happy to be here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> speak. But, you know what I'm saying? These are things that, you know what I'm saying? I already have somewhat of understanding to, and these are things that I'm I'm trying to polish up. You know what I'm saying? That I'm trying to tighten, tidy up within myself on. All these trying and on. working on are two words you say a lot, and I don't know what they mean. If you think I'm just picking with you, ask him. I don't let my kids really say want. Sometimes they say it, but I, I don't like know what want means or try. Working on what's what the work? What are, what's the process it of means the working? It's in progress. It means it's something that I'm pondering on on a day to day basis. What do you do? Pondering. Face. So pondering is one. Okay. So pondering or contemplation is one. Hmm. I'm, I'm really trying to get the keep going. I'm just no, listening. Yeah, these are what are the things that, you actually do to work on it? These are things that are on my head. Pondering. Man. What else do you do to work on it? You know what I'm saying? Trying to adjust the actions, fix it. You know what I mean? Step up to do it. Do you hear what I'm saying though? How do you try to adjust the actions? You Either you adjust them or you don't. What do you, what do you mean? It's either there's an action or there's not. I get what you're saying. So when you say trying, that means wrestling within yourself? Facts. Mentally. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying. So what, what, what are you wrestling with? You get what I'm saying? As far as what thoughts or... You don't have to tell me specifically. Can but I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm wrestling with the fact that I haven't let this blunt yet. <laughs> well, we can end it. <laughs> and if you want, I could, I could tell you more about me. Whenever you're talking about... Yeah, we can continue to... I just really want to smoke this. If you want to go smoke the blunt real quick, you know what I'm saying, that's fine. You know what I mean? I'll pop out. I'll just keep talking to him. And then yeah, we, we just build him. We just you know what I'm saying? Let me shut this gate and listen to you guys. But I could, um, I could put myself up there too, though. You know, I read that in a, in a book somewhere. That's really how you get people's attention. You know, you start telling people about themselves. They're going to get defensive in their mind, even if they don't outwardly. But you put yourself up on that cross and people can learn because you're talking shit about yourself. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I, I, I'll put myself out there. The reason why I hate those terms is because they don't actually mean anything and they're justifications within ourselves to procrastinate. We are contemplating, but that will never Let change. Let me add on to that real quick because okay. that's what it is, right? I'm contemplating, but that's just me displaying the laziness. Why have these actions not occurred? It's due to laziness. You know what I'm It saying? may not be, though. It might be laziness and a form of not really knowing what direction to take. Mm. You shouldn't even beat yourself up sometimes for non-action. That's why I'm asking these questions, to try to get to something that might spark action. For instance, you said, I know what y'all are saying, and I'm working on it. We was talking about um, specific people. We don't have to be specific people who might smoke tobacco. They may know that that's bad for them. Or people who smoke, they may know, but then they'll say, ah, I'm wrestling. All my niggas are like, ah, it's my last one, I'm wrestling. I say, well, what is the wrestling? You might have a better chance stop smoking if you just accept the fact that you smoke right now. Right. And stop and stop the wrestling. The wrestling seems to be the fucking problem. If you want to change and it's hard to change, maybe start asking yourself why you want to change instead of how can I change more? Why do I want to change is a bigger question. You know what I'm saying? Everybody pick their poison, you let that go and all of that and you do, you know, Alan Watts is my favorite philosopher. You're in the front of my phone. You know, I got to argue with all my homies because I used to have Malcolm X up there and now I got an old white man on the front of my phone, right? Mm -hmm. Alan Watts is one of my favorite people in existence. He talks about that. He said the ego is ever elusive. It's not as, it's not as uh, dumb as we think. It's like a robber that's got a, a story of infinite floors and every time the cop is just about to catch this nigga, he finds a way to go up to the top floor. And if you actually look back to Sigmund Freud, I always say it's wrong. I always say Freud. Sigmund Freud, who invented the ego construct, he talks about three different parts of it. The lower self, the part that got to fuck bitches and eat food, the middle self, the conscious part that you think you are, and then the superego, who you aim to be, right? That's where all the religious <laughs> motherfuckers live at. A lot of them. You get what I'm saying? But it's still all a part of the self-construct, which ain't no goddamn self. We at least know that. When we say, ah, that's a reference point from the perspective or experience you're having. But actual self comes from the ego construct, survival mechanism. You hear noises and shit, why you critical. 
motherfucker snake slithering back in the ancient times. You can't not be like, Yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the motherfuckers who was doing that got bitten or vice versa or insert scenario. You get what I'm saying? We have an ego and a sense of self and pride. That's why when you get we get beat up, it hurt. Mm. You get cheated on, it hurt. Why? Bitch ain't do nothing to you. It hurt though because you trusted her, right? But she didn't actually do anything to you though. Right. That's probably based upon her own fucked up shit that she got going on. That that shit I'm talking about. When we really understand that within people, love is hard, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we don't really love ourselves. That's my whole point. You start loving yourself more, the rest will figure it out. But beating yourself up and calling it contemplation over things that you can't figure out, that ain't going to help. You are on the right path. You're doing what you got to do. Start spending, I don't know what you do, but start spending more time with those books and then going to find a way to apply it. I do nut shit like that. Ask this nigga. I took, I took freezing cold showers for 90 days straight. No bullshit. Really? For concepts that I find about... And bro, all of that's doing is tricking my ego, too. And like... You know what I'm saying? Anytime, I'm just tricking anytime myself. Anytime I'm around him for a significant period of time, I end up going through some type of relationship drama. Not that I'm trying to tie it to Mo, but he was like... He said, hey, bro, try that shit for a week, and I bet you you'll have a different perspective on, on your whole shit. I tried it for a week, and he was right. Like, like that cold shower shit... It's hell, but it worked, bro. Like, it just it, it literally make you feel like I really feel like oh, it ain't shit that can piss me off today. Like, nigga, I done took a cold ass shower. I told him to do it first thing in the morning. Like, like so I'm gonna wake up, pray, oh, smoke up. a blunt, whatever did you do, or and take a cold shower and then smoke one. But I said, just do it, cause what? right when you wake up, that's the most thing you don't want to do is that shit. Like, what, what the fuck, bitch? I'm not gonna go take a cold shower. <laughs> make yourself do it. It's it's just a, it's forming the mindset to doing what's best for you, regardless of what it. You get what I'm saying? Because I was heavy in the practice of two a day and stuff at that time and didn't and couldn't find a cold tub out here. And I started going up to TU, but before that, I said, this has helped me. You get what I'm saying? Taking these cold showers, but it also helped me here. So and what I'm you're saying is just to make sure I'm following, man. You talk real fast. Sorry so about gotta, that. No, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's some pieces because I'm I, I, I try to, I try to, to slow down. listen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I derail I, I rabbit hole too. And there's so many points too to things you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I, I can tell we're gonna have to have these conversations. More often. That's why I was saying we're gonna be more. be homies, bro. Uh, hey. We about to we about to wrap up. I promise we about to wrap up. Uh, what you're saying to me is doing things like this uh, create a construct a certain uh, mentality or form a certain sense of discipline within. For me, it did, and I was doing it and not knowing it was even as strange as it sounds a form of self love because for the first part I started getting wrapped up in what I got going on. That's not in correlation with everybody around me. I I, I have rare thoughts about me and what I'm gonna do that's not connected to somebody in my life. Whether my wife, kids, mom, dad, my homies. I mean, you see, I'm community-minded. Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't realize, like, God damn. If a sense of self, even though there is no quote-unquote self, if a sense of self seems to be really important, and all of my sense of self, part of it is derived from the people I'm around, then part of the self that I constructed is related to the relationships in my life. That's simple, and that is insane. Because then that means a part of myself is in the hands of the motherfuckers I'm connected to. And I don't know what they might do with me. <laughs> you know? So that's my own strange way of finding my own autonomy, self-governing. What kids describe. Well, my, my motherfucking, uh, I got a son I'm about to have now. My third kid. I know around one and a half, two. He just going to start saying no to shit that's yes and yes to shit that's no. By the third kid, I don't mind anymore. I get it. He's starting to realize what a sense of self is. Starting to realize that he is in a separate body than everything and anything in existence. So I can, I can, no. 
Uh-huh. I don't get mad at Spank no more. I don't do that shit no more. That was rookie shit. Now I either say something that's latest mine or depending on how young he is, let it rock. I love him. It's not undisciplined. Trust me. If anybody can tell you, I'm, you can tell by how I'm talking. I damn near almost military at home. My kids have discipline, but I learned that it's got to be proper balance and I need to pull back because some of that shit is me projecting my childhood onto them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I need to pull back. I asked the teacher yesterday when I went to my kid's school, my son is a fucking genius. This nigga be putting shit together. And all. Both of my kids are smart as hell. My daughter is reading the four agreements in the richest man in Babylon with me. She not. And she understands it. Like she be that's the type of shit we on. But he's got like um he says his L's differently and certain R's. He's just five. He's this damn tall. He's my son, but he's five. And I um I had worried about it for a while. But I, I asked his teacher yesterday, I said, you know, he might have some pronunciation issues and all that. She said, without me telling her shit in my house. She said, Yeah, I had that with a lot of kids, but I'll check for certain signs and things like that, but if it's just that, they usually grow out of it. Usually the L's and R's. I said, yes! You see what I'm saying? What if I had been that same thing I was 10 years ago? And I still, I'm still on him. I still make him do the pronunciation uh, exercises, and when he don't do it, I'm still dad. I say, no, Levi, do it. Because he, 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 he trying to bullshit. I say, no, you got to do it. Levi will literally... <laughs> he, will, he will. He's above that. He will fucking bullshit it. Because he want to do what he want to do. He's like his dad. So I can't be mad at him. My whole point is, all of that shit I'm learning is the real love and governing. And if I can learn that with other people, I need to apply that with myself. Mm-hmm. It's times where I need to do initiative. It's times where I need to pull back. And all of that's a form of love. It's times where that bitch who broke my heart, but I know she ain't no good for me, gonna hit me up when she drunk. And if I go fuck her, that's not love in my for myself. You see what I'm saying? It's just not. That's abuse to self. Yeah. It's abuse. I didn't want to say it because I know a nigga who be doing shit like that. <laughs> I mean, you ain't the only one guilty. I understand. There's no cameras on here. Is it? But, no, I got you. Okay. For sure. Because you thought I was being fed. No oh, no I uh I ain't expect this interview to go this way. You know what I'm saying? I'm appreciative of uh us just getting to talking journey. We're gonna keep talking after this. Mm-hmm. Uh we ain't done, you know what I mean? We still Let's keep speak. going, bro. But uh I am gonna end the episode, you know what I'm saying? We we're running an hour twenty now. So Okay. Okay. I am yeah. gonna wrap it up. Uh like I said, Soul Body Meta is definitely in the motherfucking building, man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you know Thank you. I mean? Thanks for having me. Uh two titty tear, man. Do you want to yeah. do the thing? Um, if you guys want to find us on Facebook, you can find us at With All Due Respect Podcast. We're on Instagram at With All Due Respect 001. Mm-hmm. Twitter at A underscore broadcasting. And then our Twitch is WADR underscore TV. And I upload all my lives to YouTube, which is With All Due Respect Broadcasting. Hmm. Most Bam. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the With All Due Respect Podcast, home of the... Hence why I'm glad we talked about it right here. Home of the Emotionally Naked Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Where we express our truest thoughts and feelings. And for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect. Fuck you. And we out. Fuck y'all. <laughs> we out. Eight on three. What a bathroom. You said eight on three? Yeah. Is that that program? Eight on th- You talking about? No, no. It's the area code. Eight on three. Oh, okay. I think South you said eight on Because I remember King Spencer, man. He no, said, eight on three. Progression on me. Progression on three. We got that from Eric Thomas.